It is the real Kipper and Bourne Show Leaf Edition Hour. We have not been on the air two weeks. This got to be the start of week three, maybe. And we're a mess. <laughs> we're an absolute mess. Uh, Literal mess. 30 seconds ago, Sammy spilt uh, maybe a 14, 16 ounce cup of coffee. It's a triple XL. All <laughs> over the studio. <laughs> There was one sip. All of it. over the studio. And it fell from like the highest point it can and fall from in the studio. It is a pool of coffee. It smells like Tim's in here. <laughs> I've smelled worse. This is not bad. <laughs> just, just prior to Sammy spilling his coffee, we're about a minute before going on air, and I'm screaming to the world, does anybody have like one of these? So I can hear the show. Quarter inch adapter. Quarter inch adapter. Uh, I'm asking anyone at Sportsnet who's listening, bring in the barrel full. How we many need can a you barrel. find? We so, need the most amount you can possibly get. Bring them here. Put them with that big coffee spill. We, we appreciate everybody listening on oh. Sportsnet 590. But if you happen to be watching on Sportsnet 360 or Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6, go to your basement right now <laughs> by your TV cable box and just find a couple for me. Put them in an envelope. And just send them over. Yeah. Oh, man. Does that wish, work? You should tweet the picture of the coffee on the floor at some point. I love it's before a 40-minute segment, so it's going to really set in there, which I enjoy. Someone is going to take a spill, <laughs> I guarantee you. I mean, the, the problem is, like, is it going to be sticky? Like, I feel like I should clean it up, but we can't. You're on TV, pal. Oh, can't yeah. do it. And as always, uh, wherever you get your fine podcast, uh, send in a, a rating and review, and always text us at 590-590. All right. Toronto Maple Leafs down the Washington Capitals. Seems like a pretty good score, 4-1. Yeah. Prior to leaving our show yesterday, we mentioned about uh, an extensive conversation on looking forward to maybe Thursday, the Dallas Stars, what do you do with their goaltender, I think we both left JB the show thinking, well, let's just see how the game against Washington goes. And it won't just be enough, I think, to say you got the two points. But we wanted to see how they get the two points. And and after your conclusion, it's what? You know what's crazy? Is uh, is it not the exact score that Sam yeah. referenced? He was like, let's say they win 4-1 and he makes, and he makes 29 like 29 saves, saves or yeah. something like that. Like that might be literally the thing you said. Yeah, I did say then that. Then you were like, I think we, you'd go ahead and start I'd him like on Thursday. I'd like to go back to the tape, but yeah. I don't believe you. It I sounds s- a little bit too bang on. No, it? I said, I was just, I didn't call it. But people were like, oh, you called it. No, I didn't call it. I just drew up a scenario that could potentially happen. Yeah. And if they win 4-1 and he's just okay, what do you do on Thursday? And I think... He was, he was more better. Than okay. I think he was a lot better than just okay, fellas. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, the only thing I really got out of last night is uh, Joseph Wall continues to yeah. impress. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I, I, I didn't get anything out of that game. And at times, I got to be honest with you, it was tough ooh, watch. Tough watch. Tough watch. Yeah. Bad hey, hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, both ways, that was not an overly compelling game. But going into it, you're right. Like, what changed your mind in that game? Wall being very good made me feel a little bit more like, oh, they might have some here. Well, it certainly lends we'll get to into that. Uh, the biggest story for the Leafs right now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it a little bit more. But outside of that, again, uh, if, if we're talking about a Toronto Maple Leaf team that uh, got off to a slow start, 
last night didn't really convince you that they've turned a major corner by any stretch, did it? No, and and the way that they won was very much it's like uh who scored and it's everyone who made 8 million plus yes. or 7 and a half plus, right? It's Riley Tavares, Neil Andrew Matthews. Good they have the elite players. We knew that. You know, they, Washington's not great. We knew that. They win 4-1. Okay. It's something I don't love doing, but I will give Kipper credit for. Who is the start of that game in the crowd? It was no a, one there. It was a ghost town for the first period of that game, and it, no and, one was and, there. And, and, Alan May was and, in traffic. Yeah, and the last um, and and a good portion of that game reflected the lack of energy. Hundred percent. You know, Washington just doesn't seem to have a leg to stand on right now. Like there was no real push. I understand that they outshot Toronto pretty heavily in the first period, but once the Leafs got a goal or two, they just kind of went away. Yeah, I think two things. Number one, they're a little snake bitten. Number two, they went up against a a hot goaltender. And just to kind of swing this back to the Leafs side, I mean, we all wake up and we see six games with a four and two record. Mm -hmm. But could that easily be Two and four, or at least three and three. Yeah, or three and three. Yeah, it's pretty like, easy it to see. It doesn't really different. feel like a four and two no. start to the season for the Leafs. And again, not a great training camp by any stretch by anybody. But then you you start off by squeaking out a a win against Montreal, where you chased the score. Mm-hmm. Then the following night, yeah, you, you do have a convincing win against Minnesota. Minnesota on that Saturday, but you chased. The start of the game, giving up the first goal. You chased Chicago. You chased Florida. You chased Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And on the scoreboard, you didn't chase it. You got the first goal last night, which is which was nice. But a good portion of that start of the game where you got outshot, outshot what, 17-6? Yeah. Almost halfway through the game, 18-6. They felt like they were chasing Washington. Let me ask you something here, and those are good points. I agree that the Leafs so far have done little to change our mind about what they are, which is probably a good team that isn't a little flawed. What do you think about Ovechkin? Well, I said on the show yesterday, speaking of going to the tape, he's going to have way more than five shots tonight or seven attempts. Yeah. I forget what the exact things. Last night he had 17 shot attempts and 14 shots. Yeah. Did that seem a bit much like, a, you know, Maybe there are other options on the team that they could have used, or was it just like, all right, Ovi's doing his thing? I, listen, how, how do you argue with a gazillion goals and argue that yeah. he's the greatest goal scorer in in history, pure shooter? He's yeah. a pure shooter. That, to me, was a response to right? his early season, though, right? Like, that whole game was a response to people being like, he's, he's washed, two games with no shots. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah? Oh, no, he overdid okay. it. Kaboom, 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 yeah. kaboom. He, he overdid it. The it just seems like there's not much else going on outside of his arms ready to fall off from shooting the puck. Yeah. No, that's and a... That's, uh, that, that's a team that I watch and I'm like, okay, if we all are in agreement that that San Jose is the worst team this year, oh how far off are they you from got San in that Jose? Group, eh? I do. I do right now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just look at their roster and like San Jose doesn't even have guys where you're like, oh, they, you know, they you can expect to get some numbers out of him and the Caps have so many of those guys. 
I didn't think they'd be in that conversation, but one, three, and one through five games, minus 12 goal differential they, for they the have, Capitals, which is pretty close to the league worst. Only San Jose's worst. They have yet to lead. In the season. They haven't led a hockey yeah, game for 10 won, seconds. They won one when they beat the Flames, who OT. may also not be great in a, in a shootout, but they yeah. haven't led yet. What did you think, first of all, of the call that led to Ovechkin getting a penalty shot? Let's hear, Sam. Well, it's stupid. It's not a penalty shot. It's a trip. You could quibble with that too, but it's a trip. Yeah. It's a penalty. Arm goes up. And those refs, they're, they're such showboats. Uh, Has it up forever. Everyone's waiting on it. Points uh, no, to center. He, Come he, on. He, just he, he give me a break. Not, he did not make a call. He wasn't sure. Until Ovi gave him the hairy eyeball. I, I don't know. That's, I, didn't, I didn't replay it. But that's how I remembered it. Yeah. Well, like, there was a bit of a now, delay. Okay. Every time they do a penalty shot, all these refs who just Didn't love... They do this? No, I, I, they love to hold it up there a second, and then they'll be like, trip. I did, oh, oh, no, like, I, I did get the sense that Ovi called it. Yeah, it's You should be allowed fair. to. If you're, if you're the league and you get a chance to give Ovechkin a breakaway against the Leafs, you'll love that. Yeah. No one's mad at the ref. I, uh, hold on now. He takes a penalty, and the guy's on a breakaway. So He wasn't on a breakaway. They were stride for stride at the so blue line. You have a line. weird conception of a breakaway. If a guy is on your back and it's you and the goalie, you're breaking away. A breakaway is when a guy blows a shoe at the blue line and no, you're, you're in thinking all of long. a penalty shot. See, I, I, that's not my interpretation of, of what needs to happen. What needs to happen is I need to have one legitimate step on you. One legitimate step. One so being on the right step. side of a guy if like Obi, there's not enough. If I am on the inside and you, you do anything illegal to keep me away from getting a scoring opportunity, which I've now positioned myself to, uh, that's a penalty shot for me. That's yeah. it. I just, I have got the, the one inside step track. Is your own rule, though. The, that's the, not in the, the book. Only, the only thing keeping me from now getting my clear opportunity to go in on this goalie is being, uh, being hooked, being tripped, being whatever. Okay. That's it. That's, that's all I need is you taking away a legitimate scoring opportunity yeah. that, I, that I've earned with my body position. And would you argue that that play by Giordano took away the scoring opportunity because he still got the scoring opportunity? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I am more lax on it now than, yeah. than I've ever been before. Yeah, I like it. I like the idea of if you call it with some frequency, the onus defenders start to feel like they can't, Take those, yeah. you're going to give the guy two cracks because yeah. he's going to get a shot off and you're going to give him another. So maybe they'll just let breakaways be breakaways, which I like. The problem is, again, how many officials we have and how many feel a little differently yeah. on how they interpret the, the rule and some give it away a little easier than others. So when Ovi is standing it, at center ice waiting for the ref to blow the whistle for the penalty shot, how much money would the Leafs have paid him to use his backhand and uh, not his shot? And he just so willingly went in if you and knew, dumped a dinky little backhand on that. If you never knew anything about his history, oh my, you would say, this guy can't score. That, that, <laughs> that, guy, that guy will never score more than 20 yeah. in a season. He should skate to the hash marks but, and Claude Giroux, Robert Reichel, whoever you want, I, just slap it. I was it. really taken back by that move. It was terrible. The air quotes move. I was really shocked. That's a beer league move. But the thing is, I mean, you guys have seen his stick, your gear, guys. Like huge hook. It's got a. That's a hard thing to go backhand on. Just come in and rip it, man. Yeah, it's Joe Wool. It's not Carey Price. That to me. Well, depends who you ask. (laughs) Didn't mean to do that. I I watch him do that, and I'm like, that's like 
that's a guy with no confidence. That's my move in practice <laughs> yeah, during my career on Richter let the and, uh, go. you know, all, all the good goalies. Yeah. Like, that's, one, that's safe for... One move, no fake to the backhand. And, and what do you got here? That Ovi is now two for 13 in his career on penalty yeah. shots. How which, does he not go in there and just which is wire it? Yeah. Great Full scorer speed. who can't score in those spots. Full speed. Just... Full speed, clapper. I don't Half mind clapper. if he takes it out to the wall and uh, cuts it to the middle, make the goalie shuffle a bit before he rips it from the middle of the rink. I'm fine with that. Not to get Coach Bombay back in here, but I hate those around there. Yeah, you don't Straight get any line. of this stuff. Straight line. How dumb is that? Make the goalie yeah. shuffle and lose, 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 all the way, lose his all net the way a little to the bit. the boards is so stupid. It's not stupid. It is. It is at least there's logic behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But they could have been down 2 nothing early, 2-1. Yeah. Joseph Wall. Yeah, the dude. Should we should we do some listening to Mr. Keith? You want to go on uh, on Wall, or you want to go over his uh, overall look of the game first? Let's go overall. Yep. Okay. Let's do it. It was on the backs of uh, very strong goaltending, timely scoring, and and you know, I thought I thought a good disciplined third period. At times, times times not great, but there's a lot of things in the third period that we can build upon in terms of managing leads. Things we can build upon in the third period in terms of managing leads. That was a boring period, which is a coach's dream. Yeah. I. It was nice to see them be able to play four lines that whole period, yeah. where I think the fourth line got up to around 12 minutes, 13 minutes, which we played the clip yesterday of that was his aim. Or did we play that clip? Anyways, his aim was to get them between 8 and 12 minutes, yeah. and he got them to their high end, which is good. And yeah. all the big boys were under 20. The two um, highest time on ice guys in the NHL right now for forwards are Matthews and Marner. Who I saw are that. Over, was it Luke Fox wrote about that, and we have him on today. We'll ask him. But over a minute more than the third-place guy, which is Jack Hughes. So you're talking almost 24 minutes a night through six games of the season. Wouldn't you have thought at some point... This during is the summer, this is, this is, this is, this is a sweet spot. Oh, you, lo- you hate at, it. At some point during the summer, you're like, we got to find ways to stretch it out, not kill these guys. And, you know, Marner, oh, we, find we've had this again. conversation. Oh, we've had it a million times. We have. Let's have it but, again. It's a relevant then, conversation. Then, but it happens when you're chasing the game. Well, that's yeah. exactly what I was speaking of earlier. So now you're, you're, you're a little desperate, and now you're just... You're falling in the same trap. There is knock-on effects to chasing games, for sure. Not getting enough Ryan Reeves action right now. We're at eight minutes a night, I think, for him. Well, I think that's probably the appropriate amount, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So, Wool we'll, we'll gives the I performance he does. Oh, I, did we do that one again? What was that? Let's have that drop again. Uh, I come in pretty hot. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, why don't we go to Keith on, on Wool and yep. get his thoughts on the goaltending we can carry on there. Yep. <clears throat> How composed he was, yet athletic at the same time. Like composed and under control, and then there's some, you know, that require a great uh, deal of athleticism to be able to make, uh, you know, sort of a desperation-type save. And uh, he tracks the puck, and he finds it, and he's, he has the athleticism, strength, and flexibility to get there. So yeah, it was impressive. I yeah, we saw it too. Yeah, he likes him. We we saw it too. That's good. But I, I don't even know if, like you know, we talk about goalie controversies. Is there he's pushing? Is there a controversy about who's the better goalie? Like to you when you watch the games? I, you know, one guy has a track record in the NHL. It's pretty good. And one guy's pretty new. So 
I, I guess there is a question. I'm not saying he's a starting goalie. I think this is going to be a pretty close to even split. I'm not saying one's the guy, one's the other guy, but I think it's pretty clear who the better goalie is. I, I, think I don't think it's a controversial I, I think statement. Right. I don't think any anybody would waver off of that. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. You know where this is heading. Oh, yeah. Right? No, I don't. Tell me. Right to Joseph Wall. He's going to be their starter in year eight of I, the I, all-in years? I would think that uh, I would would have hoped if I was Brendan Shanahan or or Brad Tree Living that I wouldn't have to ask it in October. Yeah. But there's a very good reason why you refuse to give Samsonov a long-term deal because you think this guy will be the guy. But That's interesting the, to the see the Samsonov is, the lack question, of contract as an endorsement of Wool. The only question is, is how long will it take? And if he's not quite ready, then it's a year of backing up. And then depending on how you feel about Samsonov getting an op- another opportunity like he got last year, mm-hmm. or you have to make a bold decision by the trade deadline. And really, you probably want to know by January if you're going to be replacing one of your two guys or if Samsonov's going to be just a decent backup goaltender for him or whatever. It, it Certainly, things have changed over six games of the season compared to how we started things off. I knew this, would, I knew this was going to be a conversation, but I didn't know it was going to happen this right, soon. Right now. For sure. Right? One of the reasons the, thing, the game goes his way last night, Joe Wool, is the, the cap score early. Keith goes to Jordan Bean and crew, put him in the Hall of Fame. They get another one right. You text Sam and I about the goal before I was at the uh, Broadview intersection yeah. off the at, floor Danforth Bridge. Yeah. I was at Dufferin Station. <laughs> he, 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 uh, yeah. The first time I saw it, I thought, uh, Ovi, who crashed in. Oh, he crashed. Yeah, he crashed, but he made the contact early. It didn't appear, like, actually when they shot the puck in that he was affecting Wall in any way. I thought maybe they would let it slide, but... It's the aggressiveness to go in there on your own yeah. and make the original contact that uh, that got them the call. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't believe, like, and we'll listen to Keith and how he waited or whatever, took the time out. But to me, that was crazy. It was an obvious challenge. Immediately well, you challenge. I see Kip's point that he comes he, but flying it's so, and he almost took the net off its moorings. It's eight but, seconds before the, the goal. The, the, like, lots a, happens the, after there's that. There's a grace period where you have to give a goaltender an opportunity to either recover or it it's hard to recover when there's a 230 guy pound guy lying behind you in the net well that ended up being the yeah, call but he me, doesn't touch like, him until the if second at all. i saw it i was watching it was like challenge immediate challenge yeah and shout out to the ttc for having service on the subways i'm just watching the phone, the game on my phone on the subway it's incredible <laughs> roger sportsnet it's, plus it's, it's, it's available no, anywhere it's incredible i was literally watching it on the subway and it's just like yeah. i was challenged immediately yeah all right let's get keith's thoughts uh on the goaltender interference challenge that's clip three derek it's a big moment in the game gives us a chance to <clears throat> regroup after that and then ultimately we score first so now we're you know we're ahead on the scoreboard versus chasing the game so to that end it's big uh, in terms of the timeout um I just I wasn't in the time uh, that was allotted. I wasn't confident at the time. I needed some time to process it, and and uh, some of our communication with our video coaches it was just there was some uncertainty. But I, I did recognize that it was a big moment. I thought there was a good chance there um, that it could come back, but 
those ones were tricky. So it, it wasn't wasn't really about getting another view or anything like that. It was more just a little more time to process it all. Just give me a minute. You don't <laughs> become a 95% success challenger without taking your due time. Time. Time <laughs> to analyze these things. It is quite the run. The, the video team's on. Unbelievable. Was it 10 in a row or something? Red hot. Yeah. Well, that's great. It's I'm, like the anti-John Schneider. <laughs> just Who gets them exclusively the wrong? <laughs> that's so shameful. You have video and people. <laughs> so that's a huge play for them, right? People like, are like, like, it's, is it Sheldon Keefe who, he gets all the credit, right? I know. Like, it's like, oh, Sheldon Keefe's hot. It's like. No, Beaner's hot. He's got the Jordan worst Beaner's view ever. The, yeah. the, the worst For view sure. ever. He's the guy's through the forest. Up. Yeah. They give him the courtesy of looking at it once, but the decision is made in yeah. the back room, is it not? For sure. Although, you would just say he has to make the official decision. And a, a goal like last night, you could see a guy being like, he just doesn't touch him, Beaner. You're wrong. Yeah. You know, but. How many, I wonder how. In how his many career, how many, yeah, how many times he said, no, nah, I'm going against you. Let's get Jordan Beat on here. So how yeah, many I, overrules per year do you get? Any? What does the Lisa give him to us? You got a better chance. At... By the way, no. Yeah. You gotta... <laughs> uh, they would not. Name any celebrity uh, yeah. where we would have a better chance on him than getting the Leafs video coach on us. I'm not sure they're the most thrilling interview anyway. Brendan, yeah, it's the video coach. I'm, I'm going on the real Kipper and Boring show. Yeah, can, can you send a car? Can you, can you send a car for me? Thanks, Brendan. Oh yeah, That's sure, funny. that one's happening. Probably doesn't have the club. Uh, Willie and Tavares. Yeah, we got to talk about a couple people on this team up front. Yeah. John uh, Tavares, number one. Well, I will say this, that I think he's, he's passing the puck better than I've seen in a long time. Between him and Willie. Tavares's? Yes. Oh, yeah, I agree. They're, and I don't have, you know, you guys know how I feel about everything. The Leafs passing the puck. <laughs> I, don't I, do I, I don't think they're very good. And I, I think Tavares and Matthews over the years have been not the best playmakers. They're, they're Fair. shooters, Fair they though. score goals. Yeah. Tavares is great. They love, yeah, they, they love their cookies. <laughs> they're, paid, they're paid for cookies. They are. They oh, love yeah. their cookies. Yeah. But I, I see a, a more of a heads up from Tavares with Willie this year, which is a, a nice sight for me. Maybe seeing Willie play so well, he's like, oh, I get this guy the puck. I can get some cookies. You I, know, like this is a good opportunity he's gone, for him. He's gone, right? I liked Bertuzzi as a fit on that line. I thought they looked really good. And I think it's more a conversation about what 88 looks like than anybody else. Sure, he's making everyone great. But still, so uh, Jonas Siegel, The Athletic, had an article on Tavares today and working on his skating over the years, and now Tavares feels like he skates better than he did when he first came into the league. I know, but here's the He's in the best shape of his life. Best shape of his life. I'm going to give you data. I'm going to give you data. Best shape of his life. Thanks to NHL's newly available tracking data, we can see that Tavares has already achieved a top speed of over 22 miles per hour, faster than at any point last season and in the least 90th percentile. He's on pace to have significantly more bursts over over 20 miles per hour than he had last season or the season before yeah. that. God. Working his bag off. Skating is not, he has to work his ass off. His bag, in fact. His yes. bag to <laughs> skate. I was told I can't say that. I was going to say, I was going to say, we Whoops. are on TV. We're on TV. Now. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I mean, scrotum is better. <laughs> <laughs> no. Might as well cut I mean, the euphemisms and yeah, just get no, to I, it I, here. Yeah, I think it's better. better. Oh, nuts are equal. <laughs> Do you appreciate that a little better, Sammy? I mean, are, you, are we okay with that? I love it. Boys. Okay. I love you guys. The, 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 the thing is with 
some guys that skating doesn't come as naturally to, like Willie, is that over 82 games, it it gets a little tiresome. It, you mean Tavares? Tavares. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just a matter of how hard he can put, how hard he's pushing now, and uh, what's it going to f- look like at, at in January, and then ultimately what it looks like in in March and April. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest challenge for guys. And that's have why to work minutes are really, important. really hard. Yes. In terms sure. of managing yeah. them. And, and I think Tavares is a guy whose minutes have been a little yeah. lesser. Yeah. Which is good. So the Willie conversation. Yeah. We've gone four minutes without talking about his contract, which good job by us. Actually, yeah. we've barely talked about it this year. I've gone from a lot you know, I've had a lot of different thoughts on how much you need to pay him. I think you just gotta maybe pay the man his money. Wow. I, Teddy I, KGB okay. makes yeah. the call. You don't have to do He's, it now, but eventually you can't you, let him go. You, you just gotta get there. You can't let him go. Like, Did I, you just say the same thing? You agree? You just gotta get there. That you just said? no. I'm saying you don't have to make that decision oh, okay. today or tomorrow. You know, I uh, by if, far if the you, best he's ever. If, if you have time, if you have time, then use it. Like I'll use Buffalo as an example, where they just race to sign yeah. Rasmus Dahlin and. Owen Power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just keep the carrot dangling out there. You, it, you'll just push them mm-hmm. and keep them hungry. Why give it to them right away when you don't have to? And I'm, I look at Willie, and Willie's better, but I got to be honest with you. I mean, I wasn't. Willie still has Willie habits out there that I want cleaned up. Yeah. But- okay. Let me just finish. This is the example that I have saw last night out of Willie, and this is what I've seen in the past, and this is what has to get cleaned up in Willie's game. Okay? They they have Tavares out there with Nylander and I think Nyes, I think. Anyways, Tavares gets the redirect. They're out there for about 30 seconds, 35 could have been an easy decision for Sheldon to pull him off the ice. Good. Hey, it's a little early, but got the goal. Keep things moving. No, Sheldon lets them go and take the center ice face off. They spend now a minute on the ice. They they finally get out of their own zone. It pushes towards Washington's end. Tavares, good change. Nyes or maybe Bertuzzi, one of the yeah. two, off. Good change. Not Willie. Willie stays on. Was was it a four check where like someone needed to keep pressure on? They they do that. Like even if it's bad, they keep Stop one it. keep Get one guy on the ice. They keep Willie. one guy on the no, ice at no, all times. No, 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 no. Get you off the do, ice. They do do Willie. That. Yeah, yeah, all of them do. Yeah. You you're well over a minute. Yeah. Get off the ice. Yeah. No, 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 no. Puck goes back into the leaf zone. Now there's Marner back there, and there's Matthews deep in their own zone. Where's Willie? I'm up here by the blue line. Hey, the biggest poacher right now in the league gets his breakaway, scores his goal. <laughs> oh, my God. This example ends right. in him scoring? Yeah. A gorgeous okay. goal where he holds a guy off, Great, goes top corner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Let's I remember go, that one. Hey, and let's go back to uh, Florida, okay, in the playoffs. And he scored okay. big goals for the team. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Yeah. There's but also some defensive. Those, those, those type of situations where you're banking on poaching and hanging 
and longer shifts than you should, when you should be changing, those things come back and haunt you. And that's the stuff that 82 games should clean up. That's all. If Willie gets to go out there and just do what Willie wants because Willie needs 40 goals to get $10.5 million, this thing's not heading in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I will say... It is important to remember that there are things. So last year, my memories of Willie in the playoffs are the Leafs' best forward, essentially. The most dynamic, impactful guy on a night-to-night basis. However, if you follow me on Twitter, you saw me tweet videos of Willie playing defense at times. Yeah, but I mean, but those moments happen and they're real. So to Watch Kip's any point, top wingers who's a, a scoring winger's moment. What happened last game? Him and Tavares puck watching on a back check. Like, it doesn't happen like that to Mitch Marner. No, but Listen, it, he's not Mitch Marner. To uh steal a line from uh the phone stealer play the right way what who's it for <laughs> babcock oh. just oh. Can't play, the, play the right way just yeah. getting better yeah. habits and it's just you can't just go and do what you want to do and freewheel it and you know wave your stick up and and look for the the breakaway all the time. Like, yeah, it finished nicely. He scored a, a, a nice goal, but you didn't come off when you should have come off. And sometimes it it can ripple into, well, if he can do it, I can do it. If he can stay out there an extra 15 seconds, 20 seconds, why can't it? And what it does is also screws up the rhythm. You've been on games where yeah. your, your winger stays too long and it's cutting into your ice time. And well, now your shift is half of what your line mate's shift is. And it throws everything off. These are little things that the, your average viewer can't see. But, but I'm telling funny. you right now, those things matter. And they do to Sheldon Keefe, which is why it's interesting that you find it as a recurring thing because Keefe talks about this word all the time, sequencing. He always talks about how a good dump will allow fresh legs, which will allow good forecheck pressure, which allows the next line to play in the offensive zone and how all these things, the little decisions throughout a shift impact the next guys on the ice where they play what sort of pressure they're applying uh once they get out there and how important that sequence is so to have a guy who you feel like is staying out longer or is maybe not a part of the positive sequences i'm sure his coach doesn't love that yeah. and it's just it's, it's just playing <laughs> trying the, to lower nylander's it's just, it's contract just playing here. the right way it's just playing the right way and you know the stuff that you think you can get away with with Washington and Chicago and all of that. Okay, Dallas, but Thursday. Let me ask you this. Good test. It's a great test. And I have no, there's no fear in me that he's going to go out there and not play well because he's been really good. But at some point, you don't you just kind of have to, he is what he is. Like, I don't think at this point of his career, you're like, Play more defensive. Stop cheating. Stop yeah, scoring. You gotta stop, stop scoring all those so, breakaways. Like, yeah, well, listen, at the end of the day, He's a really – he's gone to another level that I never thought he could get to. Like, the last year and this year, the consistency, everything that – and it's just – I accept the couple brain farts defensively a game for the 40 goals he's going to get you. That's just where yeah. I'm at with him. And, and what then? Uh, another first-round exit? Not necessarily. Hey, they made it past the first round last year, Kip. Remember? <laughs> it was, John scored in overtime, and then they lost <laughs> in five. John did it. <laughs> I just, right? Yeah, but he's not the only guy out there. They have defensive – they have forwards who have conscience. Like, they have their stars. Yeah. Marner and Matthews both have great consciences. Like, they 
I just he don't has mind. utility and he's yes. very dynamic yes. in his utility. Yes. He does what you, he does. You can go, you can go well. give him 10 and a half, 11, and there's still no proof that all that firepower and up front and an extra 10 goals from, from Willie is the right balance for this team to win. Yeah. I listen. I think, I think you're, you're right. We're on a show theme of Kip being like that guy who's awesome. Maybe he needs to play defense. That's, you know. Hey, listen, it's not a bad thing. His coach is probably saying the same thing. Just yeah. tighten it up. That's all. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about trying to win every other night for two months to win a Stanley Cup. That's all. Gotcha. What I do you think should, about... Oh, sorry. We'll probably a break to get Luke here soon. All right. What were you going to say? I was just going to ask about Mitch Marner. He's oh. had a slow start, in my opinion. One goal, four assists in six games. Yeah. Not even close to... Uh, where his standard where he we've seen him in the past he's typically been a yeah. hundred point-ish guy you yeah. know and so just a slow start we and can i would like to point out that matthew's got an assist last night yes <laughs> on the, the on the breakaway of the 200 foot yeah, poacher pass, yeah. a great pass. <laughs> yeah, well, every team needs a striker buddy exactly all right um we'll take a quick break as uh, sam alluded to luke fox nhl writer for sportsnet.ca he's on the road and he's going to fill us in on uh, great stuff like, I don't know, a rookie dinner. That's where I got Ryan Reeves written all over it, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Okay, Luke Fox after the break. You're watching and listening to Real Kipper and Born. All right, we're back. Now about to join us, Luke Fox, who's traveling with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Our trusted Leaf reporter, Sportsnet.ca. Sammy, did you uh, did you clean up? <laughs> up, and then I was in the shot for the camera. My arm was in the way. Have a day, boys. Okay, just uh, reminding fans, Sam's new to being a celebrity, so um, <laughs> it's going to take some time. Still got the nineteen ninety. Uh, Earphones going on though, looking good. You know who's not new to being a celebrity is Luke Fox. Good stuff. Uh, Luke, what's going on? Not much. Just uh, road life. I'm, uh, I made it to Dallas for the next game, and uh, kind of interesting. I wanted to ask you something, Kipper. So originally they planned to practice here in Dallas, and then after the win last night, they canceled practice. And I was wondering, like, would that have been something maybe? the coach would dangle as a, a carrot before the game. Did that ever happen in your playing days? Yeah, it, it did. I'm just wondering, like, like w- was that a, a solid enough performance? Forget the score, the two points. Did you see enough that warranted uh, a big reward? No. All <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. No, there's, there's So maybe Joseph Wall should have the day off and nobody else? Yeah, Exactly. No, I mean, it's it's kind of, we've seen this Leaf win before, right? A bit of a, a slow start. They got a fantastic goaltending performance by Joseph Wall, who's kind of the talk of the season so far. And then they have guys, multiple guys, that are paid a lot to bury their chances, and they do. Um, that's all you need is like these little uh, moments of brilliance, whether it's John Tavares making an incredible tip or Willie Nylander going off on a crazy rush beating Jensen, frustrating Spencer Carberry, um, and potting it upstairs. Like, they just need moments, a little give-and-go with, with uh, Marner and Matthews, and, and you take control of the game, and then you lean on your, your goalie to bail you out. 
Luke, uh, right before we went to break, we'd started talking about uh, Mitch Marner a bit. There's a lot that's been going well for this Leafs team. There's a lot of new people that are inspiring a lot of questions, and that's all fair. He Marner's the one guy to me of the core four who started a little slowly here. Just a goal and four assists, same as Morgan Riley through six games. Um, his line mate Matthews has eight points. What are your thoughts on his start this year? Maybe not quite looking like his typical self? Yeah, I was talking about this with someone recently. Uh, it's rare that we go five, six games without one of those Marner games, right? Mm-hmm. One of those games where you're talking about, uh, you know, him making plays at both ends of the ice, you know, back-checking and, and breaking up stuff, turning the other way, having like a, a three-assist night or, you know, being clearly the, the first star of the game. Um, and and we haven't really had that. I mean, I don't think he's been bad by any means with, whatsoever. Uh, and he is kind of quietly getting some points. But I would say of the big four forwards, he's probably been the least spectacular offensively so far. Um, I don't think it's cause for concern. Right. I just think I just think we're due for one of those Marner games. I, the one thing I, I will say about Marner is I. This is uh, the longest stretch I can remember where it just feels like he doesn't have the puck. Yeah, that's well put. As so much he just as has he's it had the in the past, yeah. and I don't know whether or not it's. It's him, or maybe they're just not getting him the puck as much as they used to either, where it's like it's just identified that once Matthews is in any zone, he's going to get the puck to 16, and then he's going to try to get open, and he's going to try to shoot it in the net. But there just doesn't seem to me the time on his stick like he's had in the past with, with it. No, I'd agree with you, and I, I think I'd maybe point to the left side and the fact there's 11 wow. tryout, tryouts on that top yeah. line. Uh, so maybe that's part of it. Like maybe, you know, maybe Michael Bunting went a little underappreciated. Uh, he was he really fit in well with those guys, and I don't want to be too hard on Bertuzzi yet because uh, you know mm. it's obvious that that he's battling something, and you want to give it more time. Uh, but already Sheldon Keefe has, has gone to his, his fixer, his, his new Kerfoot there in, in Cali Yarncroft, and hopefully he digs the pucks. But I, I think maybe that's it. You know, maybe, maybe they're just not getting the puck back quick enough and getting it into his hands. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you, uh, Nick. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't seem to have the puck quite as much as he used to. It is, you know, I understand why we want to be hesitant in criticizing Bertuzzi, new system, new team possibly battling something, you know, that is a pretty sweet spot on the left side of Tavares and Nylander right now. And before that, it was Matthews and Marner kind of given every opportunity. Um, I don't know. What's, what are you seeing or hearing around the rink there about where he's at in terms of finding his game when he's at his best? Does it look much different than this? And may I say, as someone who covers the team, I kind of hope so because it hasn't been awesome. Yeah, well, and I think just because of how he left Boston, right, he was their most dangerous player in in that first-round loss to Florida. And because the UFA market was so thin, he got really hyped up just because there weren't a lot of game breakers out there on the open market. And then, oh, my goodness, you know, he wanted a a multi-year deal, but he's settling for one-year deal because he's going to join the Leafs and he's going to get this great opportunity to play in the Leafs' top line or or definitely top six. And then out of the gate, it's like, oh, does he he fit? Is he feeling well? Like, 
So the last practice, they're in the middle of, of doing drills, and he stopped for a while just to stretch things out. So uh, I, I'm sure he's, he's something less than 100%, um, but the Leafs are so tight to the cap, and they're just their only extra forward right now is is young Fraser Minton. So I think they're kind of hesitant to go right to him. Um, so we'll see. But you're right. I, I think there's another level for Bertuzzi to get to. Although, since saying that, I think he was – uh, decent last night and, and looked okay with um, Nylander and Tavares. Yeah, I think he, he took a, a small step there. We're talking to Luke Fox, columnist with the sportsnet.ca. So how far into the game last night when um, the the media suite where you guys all watch, did the conversation turn to who starts Thursday in net for the Leafs against Dallas? Yeah, definitely after two periods. <laughs> um, it's it, it, for sure. And, and I, to me, I think you have to go with Joseph wall. I, I mean, the guys dialed in, like you have to reward excellence. Like you have, in my mind, I know you want to be sensitive to Ilya Samsonov and, and you, he's the guy you're paying more money. He's the more experienced guy. You want two goalies feeling good about their game. You don't want to lose them. But at the same time, a guy gives you a performance like that basically you know keeps you in the game when you come out flat uh only allows one goal hasn't allowed an even strength goal in a long time now you just got to ride the hot hand in in my opinion um you know and and i why not start the guy who's feeling good when this is the, your first i think this is going to be, be your best test of the season dallas is a real team uh like i i have them amongst uh, you know, a handful of, of teams that could win the Stanley Cup. And so you get a real test to see how your team measures up to another power in the league. Uh, leave with your best hand. Start your the goalie that's playing the best for you right now. Look, if you had to guess, based on six games worth of information this season, what looks different on, different on this Leafs team in playoffs in terms of roster construction? Like what whether it be new player here, lineup change there, what can you see eventually needing to change for this team to get back to better than they were in playoffs last year? Wow, the blue the blue line. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, the mix seems off. Like, who's, do they have a shutdown pair? Uh, like they, uh, so. to me that To me, they don't, right? I, I think it has Riley to be Brody, anything that. Riley Brody's great, but. Jake McCabe, it has to be him. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you that he can do it. <laughs> just I'm just telling it's you gonna that it has to be a him until somebody somebody steps up otherwise. Well, I, I, I don't think Brad Living's satisfied. I, there, I think there will be a move. I would be stunned if they just lean on what they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just I kind of feel the same way, you know, whether that fourth line right now is going to be enough and their depth scoring, you know, right now Reeves playing eight minutes a night, you know, I, that contract already, I'll be honest, kind of concerns me, but I guess you don't worry about future years in the future, but you know, their depth guys, do you think it's another thing where that fourth line is the way that they want to have it yet? Yeah. Well, I think, I think in a perfect world, and we saw that with how they went through training camp is you want David camp as your fourth line center and not Pontus Holmberg. I think the, there is a, a weakness up the middle. I don't think they have quite the depth there. And that's really reflective in the ice times. Like if you guys look, the, the top two forwards by ice time in the whole NHL are Matthews and Marner. 
And part of that's because Keith's trying to win every single night and he's trailing behind and these are the guys he believes are going to get him a goal. But it also speaks to just the lack of trust farther down. And, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights, they would just roll all four lines. They wouldn't care if the other team threw out their top six. They, they were completely fine with having their third or fourth line out there and not, not getting so caught up in the matchup game, not ta- overtaxing their best players. Uh, so, I mean, what they have now, it's fine. They're going to be fine the regular season. But that's another point that, that you make, Justin, is, is the, the depth of the forward group. I don't know if it can withstand, you know, best of sevens against the elite teams in the league. So if it's Camp or Holmberg as your fourth, what are they doing in the, in the three-hole? Because yeah. Camp or Holmberg. No. <laughs> uh, the other one. <laughs> any thought of rumblings that they're ready to send back Minton or do they have they been? Are they looking for a third line centerman? I don't know if anyone's tr- ready to make trades yet. I mean, we're still in October. Yeah. But I, I, I would think that that is something that they want will, will explore. I mean, they wanted to bring back Ryan O'Reilly, and then he didn't want to. He didn't want to come back. So then all of a sudden, you, your next move is let's turn Nylander into a center. You abandon that and you say, okay, let's have this this teenager who you know impressed us in camp. Let's see if he can be the the fix. They quickly realized after four games that you know he's probably not ready as much as we love you know, his potential. Uh, and then you're calling up Holmberg. It's, it's an obvious hole. Now the, I, I'm, I'm waiting any day now for, to get some sort of notification from Leafs PR saying they're sending him back to Kamloops Mitten. But I wonder if it's because of Bertuzzi's health that they're carrying the extra forward instead of the extra defenseman on this trip. Still, uh, you going cowboy boot shopping or anything. You need a big <laughs> hat. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you. I could see no, you in but, Dallas coming back, like you know, working on Yellowstone or that type of look. <laughs> no, but I do have family here, so uh, I, I'm gonna catch up with with my uncle, who used, actually used to play in the show way back when in the '70s. So uh, I'm sure we'll be talking hockey tonight. Nice, get a chicken fried steak. All right, thanks, Bye-bye. Luke. Okay, take care, guys. Luke Fox, Sportsnet.ca. Minton, yeah, and just the decision to keep him, and then just kind of abandon. And Luke just spoke about this moments ago, abandoning like Willie Nylander in in the middle. And how because you didn't have that week or two weeks during training camp and exhibition games to really look at Willie. Yeah, how weird would it be now if they did in the latter part of October, early November, start going back to Willie at center ice. Can you see that? My biggest regret is not going harder on them for abandoning yeah, the well, Willie experiment. It was built at the time. so big. It was the first press conference Keith had. And it was, it was like, the first and he thing was like, he said. he said, we're not going to give it a run. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then he they like, were like, the first time they had, an option, <laughs> they had an option. Like a 19 year old second it. round draft choice made you like, Ditch yeah. it like completely. He, he, the kid played so well, but it shouldn't have mattered. Like, it shouldn't have mattered. It should have been him and Willie kind of going through it together because you may need it. it. Like, there was a purpose and a reason and a game plan for publicly coming out making such a big deal out of Willie Nylander being 
a potential centerman to start the season. And lo and behold, here we are five games in and you got a major issue in your third line centerman. They should do it right now. They should just, you know, every game, not against Dallas. <laughs> every game you wait to do this, if it's something that you're going to want to take a real look at, because they did say they may go back to it. Even when they moved him back to wing, they every they may, day they don't go back to it. It gets, it gets harder, harder to go back to it. And it gets harder to, for Willie to be ready for playoffs. This is all about building for playoffs, and you should probably figure out if the guy can play center in the NHL at this point or not, yeah. which according to my guy for the record, here, thinks he's a poacher. Um, yeah, I was never really thrilled on, <laughs> <laughs> on him at center. Unless he changed dramatically because they tend, to, put him in they tend to have to go b- below your own goal line yeah. on occasion. You need to map and judging to what I there. saw last night, that's oh. still a bit of a challenge. Um, yeah. And by the way, I still think he's going to get 10 and a half or 11 million bucks. Yeah. I do. Hey, he's that good. It's not like Panarin's a defensive He's that good with, with Ward. Yeah. Austin Matthews on Pat McAfee, you care? Yeah. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I did. Maybe we can talk about it a bit in the National Hour, but yeah. Okay. We'll talk about uh, Austin uh, going on the big show. Our show? Not our show. He's oh. not that ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're the next level. All right. More of Real Kipper and Born after the break. We go national. Stick around.